0: Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne
1: Purnell, the Breakthrough Success Coach and your powerful presence mentor.
0: Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the Exponential Success Coach and the President of Dynamic Leader Inc., I have with me today. Um, well, he's, he's an amazing mind state coach. He's a mindset coach that, uh, has leveled up companies internationally. He's, um, when I found out about him, I was kind of excited because when you find somebody that does along the same lines as you, but does it slightly differently, it's like, let's explore, let's find out what this is about. And, uh, and so I was smiling so big and apparently still am. Um, let me welcome to the show, Tim Schur. Welcome. Thank you, Dr.
1: B. It's uh, an honor to be on your show and I'm excited for our conversation. I'm
0: excited about that too. You've got a big, um, kind of the, the push of what you do is called One Belief Away. OBA is the method that you use to bring people up. Um, I love learning about other people's frameworks. I think that what we talk about today is going to be instantly usable by every audience member. Everybody that's listening to this or watching this is going to learn something that they can instantly use today to, to up-level their lives and probably the lives of those around them. So that's another reason I wanted you here. share. Yes. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's all about uh, useful tactical strategies you can use right away so that you're using the power of your mind to create your life by design. (laughs) There there it is.
0: You've said that a time or two. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So here's what I'd love to do. You didn't, um, you didn't wake up one day and go, I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about beliefs. Um, At some point you like most of us ran into a wall, and then went. There's got to be a different way. Yes, and yeah. So can you? Uh, that was a guess. But most of us that are that are on this path of helping others break through, mm-hmm. we've had that. Oh, dang, you know, there it is again. And there's got to be a different way. And when you find it, you're like, I want to share this with everybody. Yes, we turn our our messes into our message.
1: Exactly. Figure out how to, uh, when we have breakthroughs, we want to share it with others. My whole mission, uh, as is yours, is to end needless emotional suffering so that we can live happier lives so that, you know, if we are loving ourselves more and and accomplishing our goals and living a life that makes us feel fulfilled and and purposeful, then we will be kinder and and more uh, loving and supportive of those around us as well. And it creates a win-win environment, which we don't have a lot of. Uh, in our world today, and so there's always going to pe- be people who feel called to share their message and share what they've learned, uh, so that we can make this world a-, a little bit better while we're here.
0: Him talk that's that's so perfect, um, and you know from the outset it's inspirational. Can you can you talk a little bit about your path, where you grew up, and um, what was the mess that you ended up finally? turning into the message how did you how did you get to break through so we all go through what i call big t and little t
1: traumas right little t traumas are being embarrassed in front of the classroom not getting picked to be on the team striking out in the big game uh, asking someone out and being rejected uh, being bullied right these are all uncomfortable experiences and then we have big t traumas where we have a death in the family or we have the abuses, physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. And because of that, what I discovered is that uh, it's not just those traumatic experiences, it's that our mind, our brain is forming beliefs or opinions about what those experiences mean about us, about others and about the world that we live in. And the challenge is that your mind is making up these beliefs without your permission, without your consent. It's usually happening most of the time when we're kids. And so it's happening at an unconscious level. So we end up with these life rules, these beliefs, and some of them empower us and many of them sabotage us and are responsible for all the problems that we experience as adults. So I had all kinds of big T and little T traumas growing up. Uh, a major one happened when I was 12 years old. I grew up in a small town, Hobart, Indiana, uh, in north Northern Indiana, and my dad was an electrician at a steel mill. And while he was in there with his um, screwdriver working on a big electrical panel, someone turned it on. It wasn't tagged properly, and so uh, it exploded. The box exploded, just boom, and you know, and, and uh, burned my dad severely and uh, i remember answering the phone i was at home and i answered the phone and the woman on the other end said honey where's your mom there's been an accident which of course is not what you want to hear when your dad works at the mill and so um you know now he ended up surviving it was a whole mess i ended up moving in with my grandparents because my mother was trying to save my dad's life at a burn unit and uh and so for months um, i was living with my grandparents now my dad did make it um he was full of scars Uh, You could see him on the outside, Uh, but we all ended up with scars on the inside that you could not see. And so my brain formed a belief at that young age that I'm not safe. And the um, rug could be yanked out underneath me at any moment and bad things could happen at any time. So I ended up having what we call anxiety, generalized anxiety. I was just always afraid that something was gonna happen. And even when things were going well, I was afraid that it wasn't gonna last. And so when you have those fears, it causes you to pay attention to information that's around you that um, is always causing you to feel afraid that something else bad is gonna happen. And it's like tuning into your, to your least favorite radio station every single day. And you're not doing it on purpose, but your brain is trying to protect you. And so then we develop these terrible coping strategies you know, to uh, deal with those feelings and get rid of those feelings. Uh, Human beings have a terrible habit, as you know, of trying to avoid pain by doing things that create more pain. (laughs) And so uh, um, when I was 18, I took my first psychology class in high school as a senior. And I thought, all right, well, this is where you learn how to figure yourself out. So I'm just going to go learn everything I can about psychology. And then a couple years into my psychology program, uh, they had a guest speaker come in uh, to one of our counseling processes class, and he was a hypnotist. Now, the school I went to was very behavioral, so they didn't believe in things like hypnosis, but they brought him in and he asked for a volunteer. And one of my coping mechanisms was being the class clown, no matter how much trouble it got me in, because I wanted people to like me. I was always chasing approval. One of the things that I've learned is that whatever you chase runs away. So you don't chase approval, you give it to yourself, right? You attract. It by giving it to yourself, whether it's love, respect, trust, whatever it may be. And so um, that hypnotist uh, hypnotized me and which hypnosis isn't what everybody thinks where you're clucking like a chicken and you're out of it and stuff. It's, it's really just brain science. It's understanding how your unconscious mind works and your unconscious controls 80% of what you do. And so it makes sense to work with the boss part of your brain. And so in that five minutes that he was doing the demonstration, I felt a sense of peace, that I had not felt before. Like with the talk therapy and everything else I had tried, I never felt that sense of peace and it happened immediately. And then I was super confident all week. And of course it faded after that um, because I'd only done a five minute session and and I was very good at doing anxiety even though I didn't know I was doing it. (laughs) And so, um, uh, but I got hooked on the hypnosis and went and became certified in that. That opened the door to learn things like neurolinguistic programming and all the other peak performance strategies. And I was producing such amazing results with clients that, you know, was unheard of anywhere else. Like I was taught that to get rid of a phobia uh, when I was going to school to be a psychotherapist, more psycho than therapist, I think <laughs> I was uh, taught that it takes eight months to get rid of a phobia. And I was doing it in 10 minutes. And so I just continued to do that. And one of the things about me is that when I find out and you're the same way, when we find something that works, we want to educate people. So I became more than a hypnotist, more than a coach, more than a consultant. I became an educator. And every time I learned something, I educated. And so I got on stages and I got on TV and I got in newspapers and I got anywhere that I could to share this message about, wow, we're trying to solve X when Y is the real issue. We're trying to change our conscious thinking and get rid of our negative thoughts, but it's the unconscious beliefs that are driving those negative thoughts. And we got to pull it out at the weed instead of cutting the top of the weed off. Otherwise, the weed just keeps growing back. And so then, you know, I just spent the next 30 years of my life uh, showing people what's possible. And so I did over 16,000 individual sessions and then hundreds of group programs and with companies and. And uh, and just got really good at teaching people how to use the power of their mind to create their life by design. And that's how I developed this one belief away method, because I found that when you upgrade these beliefs, you're just one belief away from having a significant breakthrough in your life, even if nothing else has ever worked before.
0: Amazing. It's awesome. Um, You know, our our paths are so similar and yet so different. It's, it's really great. I got into, I got into hypnosis when I was 12. Um, Introduced to uh, Pat Collins, the hip hypnotist who was on TV. Um, And because I grew up in Southern California, you know, got a chance to go to one of her uh, kids afternoon shows and or kid-friendly afternoon shows, because uh, she wasn't, <laughs> typically. <laughs> um, but then started studying it uh, legitimately. And, you know, my mom was really supportive. And so if there was an interest I had, she'd be like, why don't you learn about it? And and so I took out everything I could from the library. And I just, I remember her buying me my first hypnosis book and recognizing Uh, as you know what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve right the body can get there the you can make things happen yeah but it's the real I mean the secret of the secret is it's first you conceptualize it and then you truly believe and put faith in that and then the other part of the secret is and you take action toward that belief um yes You've been doing this for 30 something years, which again, I mean, it's, it's like uh, a a parallel. I'm looking at some of my notes. I love the, some of the things you've said, which is, um, I mean, everything you said has been amazing. Um, The whole idea about telling stories and giving meaning to things, our human condition is to give meaning to things. And most of us at you know, when we're pre-verbal, we give meaning to things. But when we get words, and then we give meaning to things, we are, as children without a very big, broad world perspective, Mm -hmm. we're giving meaning to the world that we know. And and, uh, and the problem is, is that we take those stories into adulthood, Mm -hmm. even when they don't serve us. So that's and this we forget those stories are there.
1: Yeah, we forget about those stories. Yeah, you know, People will often come in and tell me that I think this is what's the problem and this is what I've experienced in my life. And then we actually go through the session and they go to something completely different or something that happened when they were much younger. You know, yes. People are going back to four years old, five years old, to memories that they had completely forgotten. And so if you're not aware of it, you can't fix it, right? If you're not aware of something, then you're not able to upgrade it. And so one of the powers of hypnotic regression is being able to go back and find those earliest, what we would call those initial sensitizing events, right? Those earliest events, and then, and then give you resources you did not have at the time and then upgrade the beliefs and it transforms people almost immediately. And the results are sustainable. I find that when you upgrade beliefs, they stay upgraded. You still have to keep track of your conscious thoughts. Because even when you're a super positive person, you'll still have those fear based thoughts come into your mind regularly. So we just become excellent at shifting, you know, and pivoting and reframing and, and uh, keep asking power questions like, well, what do I want to have happen? How do I want this to turn out? What if this was easy? How would I respond? Right. And so, but you're exactly right. Uh, we have these stories that we tell ourselves. And uh, we're the only animals that are really giving meaning, as far as we know, that are giving meaning to situations. So if, if you're standing by a lake and an eagle flies over the water, it swoops down, it grabs a bass right out of the water, and then it takes off, you know, is that a positive or a negative experience? People say, well, it depends on if you're the bird or the fish, Exactly, <laughs> right? The, e- the eagle lovers will be like, oh, powerful, awesome, amazing, right? And the fish lovers will be like, oh, my gosh, the fish, be- is it eating alive? <laughs> and so, but the truth is that it's a neutral experience. The bird's not thinking of it. The fish isn't thinking of it. The deer that saw it wasn't thinking of anything. But the human standing there is assessing all kinds of meaning. And there is a a brilliant doctor, Dr. Edgar Barnett. He wrote a book called Unlock Your Mind and Be Free. And he said that what happens is that it's like we have this jury in our mind that comes together and finds the evidence that we have, but we only have part of the evidence, like what you were saying. We only have part of the evidence. And so we have this jury and we often find ourselves guilty of crimes that we didn't commit. Mm because we don't have all the information we only have a view based on us as children we don't have all the fact your parents get divorced we think it's our fault that our parents split up right we got abused and we were told it was our fault right don't tell anybody and so we have limited beliefs and limited information and so we end up being found guilty and put in these mental prisons we have these crimes of existence oh i was an accident i i shouldn't even have been born you know, because uh, you know it—it it caused all kinds of problems for my family, and they couldn't live their dreams because I showed up. And then we go through life with these deep feelings of unworthiness, right. right? And then we can't get a promotion, we can't find financial stability, our relationships are a mess, right? And it's because of these limiting beliefs that are false. So Edgar says, what you got to do is you got to get new, new uh, um, bits of of uh, the information, new uh, truths, and you got to have a new trial. So that you can find out that you were innocent all along and then you can finally be freed, right, from
0: these prisons of your mind. And I always thought that was a really brilliant metaphor. It's a great metaphor. Um, I don't know uh, his work or if I do, it's from long ago. So I will re-explore that. That's, you know, I'm looking at, at the notes. You said something that was um, that I want to circle back to because it's so powerful. Um, That you talked about asking power questions and, and this is something that most people don't know about. So this is one of the really immediately actionable items. A lot of people know that, you know, you can say positive affirmations, um, but guess what? Your, your subconscious doesn't actually absorb the, the affirmations the same way as it is activated to answer a question. Yeah when you ask a question. And so asking a power question, you could say, you know, I'm, I I am wonderful today. Or you could look in the mirror and go, what's going to keep me, what's going to keep me feeling wonderful today? And now your reticular activating system, the thing in your brain that keeps you alert to what would otherwise be danger is now searching for what's going to keep you in this wonderful place today, in this wonderful state. Talk a little bit about power questions, how you use them. Um, Because again, when you ask a question of your subconscious, uh, it is programmed to answer it. And so what are some of the power questions? What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I could
1: not give a better explanation of it than you just did. I mean, that was superb how you talked about instead of giving yourself an affirmation, ask a question instead. That was brilliant, Wayne. So uh, thank you. <laughs> so Dr, Dr. William James, a famous psychologist around yes. the 1900s, he said that the greatest discovery of the 20th century is that the quality of your life is being determined by the quality of your thinking. And then Tony Robbins came around and said that, And and Richard Bandler came around and said, well, thinking is really a process of walking around asking and answering questions in your own mind. So truly it's the quality of the questions that you ask yourself every day that determines the quality of your life. So when I heard that, I'm like, well, do I ask myself questions? I don't even know as I ask myself a question, <laughs> right? We're so unaware yes. of what we do. And yeah. uh, as they say, you can't
0: see the label when you're in the bottle. It's hard to be objective with yourself. <laughs> so I want to I pause you for, uh, for a second because this is great. The quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. If you ask yourself a question like, oh, how could I be so stupid? You're going to get an answer to that and it's going to cascade. And that is really, really important that you interrupt that, that you do something that is an interruption um, uh, of those kinds of questions and that you are conscious of shifting that on purpose. Because a lot of people, will they're going to look for evidence that they are messing up their life. And it's like, no, no, how can I be this great person? How can I be in a place that is so wonderful every single day? How is that possible? That's yeah. a that's a, such a better question. So I wanted, to, I just wanted to jump in really fast while you're talking about this to say, look, power questions, the quality of your life is based on the the quality of the questions and to be really conscious about that on purpose, be deliberate. Brilliant. That's exactly right.
1: So here's some examples of lousy questions, and then I'll give you some examples of power questions. So lousy questions are, you know, what's wrong with me? How come things never work out? How come the only luck I have is bad luck? You know, um, what if uh, this bad thing happens? What if that bad, what if this doesn't work out? What if I try again and it just flops again? What if I put myself out there and I get rejected? right? So we're always focusing on what's going to happen to us. It's called an external locus of control. It's like things are always happening to us, where power questions give you an internal focus of control, right? So um, well, what do I want to have happen? How do I want things to go? Well, Instead of what's going to happen to me, what do I want to bring to the situation? You know, what resources do I have? Who can I lean on for support? How do I want to feel right now? And what's one thing that I can do to feel that way that would leave me feeling proud of myself afterwards? Or one of my favorite power questions is, what if this was easy? How would I show up if this was easy? Because it causes you then to tune in, like you said, to a new radio station, right? You've got like, there's invisible radio waves right here, right now, flowing around us. And with the radio tuner, Uh, You can tune into jazz or rap or country or rock and roll, whatever you want, just by tuning into the right frequency. Well, our mind works the same way. We've got to tune into the frequency that empowers us. And what I find is that most people, about 75% of people are asking lousy questions, which causes them to just reinforce the fearful beliefs that they already have. How come things never go right with me or what's wrong with me assumes that there's something wrong with you and that nothing ever goes right for you, right? Which is a completely false. You know, we got out of bed today, something went right, right? Everybody yeah. thinks they're broken. We're not broken. We just have some limiting beliefs that need to be upgraded. And so that is, uh, these power questions are something that you can start to use every day. And they're way more effective, like you said, than affirmations, because if you give yourself affirmations, there's often conflict you know, I'm a millionaire. And then you look at your bank account and there's a hundred dollars in there. And then you gulp and you swallow and you're tight, you know, chest gets tight and, or your head, you're going, no, you're not. You're just lying to yourself. You're stupid. This is never going to work out.
0: Right. That becomes the affirmation, right? The, that that's it's funny. like you find, you find a uh, contrary evidence, current contrary evidence. It doesn't mean that's the, the future state and you, and you've basically proven yourself a liar. And Right. And that's then the, that's then the affirmation. Oh, I guess I'm lying to myself again. Yeah. Versus. throwing like throwing dirt on top of weeds. Right. right. To cover them up, to cover
1: them up. You know, that's that's what affirmations a lot of times does. It just throws dirt over the weeds and then the
0: weeds grow right through the dirt. Yeah. Versus, you know, so, right. So from, from the statement, I'm a millionaire. What uh, power question would you ask?
1: Yeah. So what do I need to do to become what can I do today to become the person that I need to grow into to be able to have that kind of wealth in my life? That is no longer chasing the money. (laughs) Yes. Who you need to become and grow into.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you for that, because that is that's kind of the banner that I wave that most people it's really interesting. Most people want the thing, and I, they don't realize that the thing is already there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, you have to become the person, and and this is a really hard concept for so many people, and it was for me along the way as well. Um, sure you, <laughs> it's, it's like right. So logically, I knew okay. So I'm supposed to be a different person to have this stuff. I, I could have it now. Why can't I have it now? <laughs> and Instead of, oh, what do I need to do inside? Who do I need to become? What do I need to cleanse? (laughs) What what no longer serves me that I can let go of so that I can level up to a higher level? And that's, you know, that's the work that I do with my clients. It's the work that you do with your clients. What do you, you know, you need to let go of old thinking in order to bring in new thinking. Yes. Let's cut that loose. Let's let you rise to a different place, ask different questions, but it's not, how do I get to be, how do I get my millions? It's who do I need to become in order to have an abundant lifestyle? Cause right. it's beyond a single number. Yeah, that's
1: exact. I mean, it's awesome. It's so good. Uh, everything you said
0: You are listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. Wayne Purnell. You know you are bigger than the life you are leading. It really is time to attend to that thing you've wanted to do or have, but you've been putting off. It's time to step into that dream you've parked for someday. It's time to claim true well-being, both personally and professionally, without giving up the success that got you here. It's time to check out Dr. Purnell's signature small group retreat, the Exponential Success Summit. Explore Summit.com. Seats are extremely limited as this is a very special small group event. www.ExponentialSuccessSummit.com.
1: The next question is how much value can I provide and how much value can I get to as many people as possible? Cause yes. that's how to attract more monetary wealth, right? You've got to think of yourself as Especially, uh, I focus on training life coaches and therapists and counselors and, and people in the people helping profession. Uh, I teach them how to make money as well as make a difference uh, because our schools and our certification programs don't actually teach us how to run a business and how to make money and how to get clients. They only focus on the skills. They don't focus on the mindset or the marketing systems. And so I found gaps there. And and so I built programs to fill those specific gaps. And I find that um, what we have to do instead is focus on, all right, I need to add value. I need to show up as uh, an educator, an advocate, someone who's on a mission, someone who has a campaign. Right. So you and I both have missions. We're not trying to just get another client. We're out there trying to improve the world. We're out there uh, ending needless emotional suffering. We're looking to. Uh, upgrade the coaching and counseling profession because a lot of the strategies and approaches are kindergarten and what you and I do is special forces right? of transformation, personal and professional transformation. We get results that blow away results that anybody else is really producing. And so we want to teach others how to get there in their own lives and then for the lives of the clients and customers that they serve. And that is what will
0: bring wealth into your life. That's too true. Thank you. Can I, uh, can I use the special forces analogy? i love that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: it is true. We're, you know, we're taught, you know, we're taught you go to school, you work hard, you sit still, you learn what you're being <laughs> given yes. um, instead of how to use it, instead of how to think bigger I'm such an advocate of literacy and critical thinking, Mm -hmm. because we don't teach either of those correctly in our primary schools. And, and so to teach kids and adults who have dragged the kids stories with them, Mm -hmm. that there's a different way of thinking, there's a different way of being because if you're thinking differently and if you're believing differently, your life is different. Yeah. And that brings us to how is that for a segue? Because I I want to talk about One Belief Away um, and some of the other books that you've got going and some of your other programs. I think, um, you know, if you could walk us through maybe the the one belief away kind of concept. You've I think we've touched on a little pieces here and there. Let's let's dive into that a little deeper.
1: Yes. So I was doing lots of sessions. At one time I was seeing 60 clients a week and I was, that's all I was doing. I was just helping people as fast as I could. And I got super good at it. And I started focusing on helping people with that weren't getting results anywhere else. So it was like, bring me the toughest cases, right? And I will find solutions for these people who are suffering. They're not resistant. They're just suffering because of these limiting beliefs. And so over time, uh, I discovered and it took 25 years to see, you know, 15,000 clients. And so I kept learning and growing and discovering that if you go change the beliefs, then that's what changes everything. So let me give you two examples. First was Kathleen. Kathleen was about 300 pounds. She came to see me and she said, Tim, I can't lose weight. It's impossible. I've tried my whole life. She was about 60, 60 years. Yeah, 60 years old. And she said, I've tried my whole life. I can't lose weight. So I was wondering if you could just make me a happy fat person. And then she started crying. And I knew that's not what she wanted. I had also learned that if I hypnotized her and told her to eat fruits and veggies that I'd be wasting her time because she already knew what to do. She just couldn't get herself to do it or do it long term. So what I did instead was I am a belief hunter. So I went into her unconscious mind and I found her biggest fears and limiting beliefs, which turned out To be uh, this fear that I'm not good enough um, because my father didn't love me. Her and her father had, and she's given me permission many times to share this story, but her and her father did not have a good relationship. She never felt like he loved her. And if my own father can't love me, then I must not be lovable. So I'm not going to love myself either, which means that I'm not worthy of being loved which means that if I start to take care of myself and do well, I'm going to have to sabotage that because that doesn't fit with my belief system of not being worthy of love and happiness. So she would lose weight and then she would just gain it all back because that's what fit her belief system. So I went in there and we upgraded it the very first session. And she said, I can feel something different. This is different than anything that I've done before. Eight months later, she was down 144 pounds. Uh, I've talked I stay in touch with her all the time she uh, it's been like seven years since we did our first session and she is still you know thin and healthy and happier than ever before uh, completely changed her, her physical uh, body and her, by changing and upgrading her beliefs you're just one belief away from a huge breakthrough now let's talk about Joe real quick so Joe came to my office uh, several years ago, and he felt broken. Uh, His marriage was in shambles and he didn't feel like he was being a good dad and he was struggling financially. He was in sales and he said that um, he was having a hard time even selling a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of his products, which should be easy to do uh, in his industry, but he was struggling. So instead of just giving him rah-rah and teaching him NLP rapport techniques, which we did after, I focused on upgrading his beliefs first. It's the very first thing I do. and. He had a bad relationship with his father. His father was very aggressive and a drinker. And so Joe was always afraid that he was going to turn out like his dad. And so instead of being aggressive, he was very permissive. So he let everybody walk over him. He didn't uh, lean in and take a stand for his customers and go for that sale, even if it was good for them because he didn't want to come across pushy. So he was constantly losing. So we went and we built up his beliefs. We built up his self love and his worthiness. And uh, over, uh, I started calling him a multi million dollar sales professional uh, and building up his self love. I never thought I'd be going all over the place talking about self love, but that's where it is. (laughs) And so um, the more you love yourself, the more you can love others, and the more you find yourself living in a loving, abundant world. And so you don't see the world as it is. You see the world as you are. That came from the Talmud. And so we want to uh, change that around. Three years later, he was selling a couple million dollars worth of products and services. Uh, I just reconnected with him uh, a few months ago. And over the last eight years that we've been working together, he has sold over a $100 million worth of services. In fact, after the pandemic, when now all the businesses started spending money, he made half of that in 2 years like 55 million dollars of goods and services that he sold in a 2 year period so now we have to call him like a billion dollar sales professional to take it to the next level and so he did it financially so it doesn't i have really, i have stories about personal confidence relationships parenting every challenge that we go through when you upgrade the beliefs it upgrades your experience And that's why I always say you're just one belief away from having the next significant breakthrough in your
0: life. This is, uh, it's awesome because it's so true, you know, and um, I think just to plus one that because that's spot on. It's one belief. And here's the other piece that I would add to that, which is sometimes you only need like one percentage point of faith one percentage point of belief, right? So, and you're shaking your head, yes, like, you know where I'm headed with this, which is, you know, you could have a 50-50 doubt. Is this going to work? I don't know. I really want it, but is it going to work? And you're at the 50-50 place. If you shift just one percentage and become 49-51% that, yeah, you know what? I believe in myself just that bit, just that bit more than I doubt myself. Mm. You're on the path you're absolutely on the path. Um,
1: that 1% will cause you to take the action that you wanted to have taken, to take the seeds out of your pocket, the prosperity seeds, and stick them in the ground because they exactly. can't grow in your pocket. They can only grow in on the ground. I love that. I love right. that what you just shared because that's exactly right. Just 1%. That feels easy and doable. By right. Time, you know, change your whole life can feel very overwhelming, but I can change
0: 1%. Exactly. And we work so hard, right? You, we each have... Tim you and I we each have different kind of analogies that we use and it's and we get people to that place and you know the idea what i use is the idea of incremental until it's exponential and you know it's 1 degree warmer and 1 degree warmer and the difference between 211 degrees and 212 degrees it's only 1 degree warmer but right. that is the point at which you shift from being kind of hot to boiling and 212 is where you boil and it's like that's all it takes is a little bit and a little bit and a little bit and then it's like now we got it and it's it is that one belief that's gonna change (laughs) it'll change your life um you your book like over your over your right shoulder you have a series of books which is which is awesome um one belief away is a book um, will it guide people through the, the mindset shift that you're talking about? Yes. Thank you for bringing it up. I appreciate
1: that. Sure. Uh, yeah, I write how to books, right? A lot of the books that I've read over the years, um, tell you how, how you should be, but they don't tell you how to become it. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of books out there from the classics, um, uh, the classic books will talk about having discipline how you got to have discipline, but they don't talk about how to develop discipline. And so all of my books are how-to manuals. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is a step-by-step. I love checklists. Remember those old paint by numbers, right? You just paint, you paint by numbers or you draw from one to two to three to four. And then all of a sudden you have a beautiful picture, right? You just follow the little steps. Like you said, incremental incremental leads to exponential. That's brilliant. I love that. And so that, uh, that's what I do with these books. So I have lots of check, uh, step by steps. And then in the book, I lay out the exact scripts that you take yourself through that people pay thousands of dollars for. And they're in this book that's like, you know, $2 if you'd get an ebook version or something, right? And the exact scripts are in there for how to take yourself through these journeys, uh, which is extraordinary. And so I uh, took, you know, how books are. We, I spend 35 years of my life, and then I give it to somebody for $2. <laughs>
0: that's,
1: that's why books are awesome, right? That's why we have books. And so, so yes, it's in there. I, every five years, I wrote a book based on what I learned. You know, I thought I would share this wonderful wisdom with my kids. Uh, I don't think any of them want to read my books, but <laughs> but they uh, I've instilled it in them growing up. But I, I wrote these books for them and because, you know, uh, I wanted to get out to as many people as possible. And so the first one I wrote was what to do when you don't know what to do, you know, and then the next one was the power of optimism. I wrote that for my grandma because she had low self-esteem and she said, can I recommend something? And. I could give her classics like, you know, the power of positive thinking and things like that, but I wanted a how-to manual and I couldn't find one. And so I wrote one, right? And so I wrote that book. And then uh, I lost both my grandfathers from type two diabetes. And so as a hypnotist, I did thousands of weight loss sessions and and focusing on people who it felt impossible to lose weight. And, uh, And then they did. And so I wrote a book called Losing Weight Without Losing Your Mind. And then I wrote another book called Get Out of Your Way. And then the last book I wrote uh, with Joe Vitali, called One Belief Away. And I asked Joe to come in because he's 15 years older than me. He has a lot of wisdom uh, that I haven't acquired yet on uh, creating more abundance and prosperity with his zero limits mindset. And uh, and so I interviewed him and put those into the uh, last few chapters of the book. And so it's a really uh, powerful resource to help you uh, to take charge and free yourself from the past, uh, release that anxiety and trade up. Uh, into
0: confidence. I love everything about that. Um, you know, when you become an author, not to become uh, kind of the rich and famous author, and let me sign. So it's like, if I can touch one life, yeah, then, then putting it in a book is worth it. And yeah, somewhere between $2 and $14 to to get either the ebook or the heart, the, the paperback version. It's like, can you change your life with that? Yeah, you bet. You bet. Yeah. That's what it's there for. And We're uh, examples of that.
1: Right. We're examples yeah, of
0: that. It's exactly right. Good for you. I, uh, you know, your books are, I'm going to use a double negative. Your books are not unfamiliar to me. Um, uh, you know, and it's like, they, they've been around a while. Um, you've been around, you know, as you said, 30 something years and, um, doing this for, for, Quite a bit. When, when people ask me that, I always joke, um, you know, I've been doing it for 35, maybe 40 years. I'm just getting started. Yeah. Just getting. more people are like, Oh, you must be really good at that. It's like, yeah, well, I'm just getting started. Not bad for a start.
1: Humility is
0: a sign of a master. (laughs) that's right well i do feel like i'm always learning and it's part of you know one of the one of the best things about having a podcast is being able to have uh guests like you where it's like okay here's another mindset guy and it's like no no this like you've you've dropped gold nugget after gold nugget and and i'm hoping our audience can pick up on that that just like any little snippet out of this is going to be so helpful. So, um, amazing. What, uh, what haven't I asked you that I should probably, I don't use the S word should, what haven't I asked you that, uh, that you were hoping I would ask or that we, you know, that could be another area to explore. Hmm.
1: That's a great question. I love that. So, well, we talked about our philosophies of upgrading our unconscious minds and that will create more freedom for us. Uh, It's the fastest way to create a personal or a professional breakthrough because we've both done this for individual clients and then also for companies and teams. And it works at every level, right? The quality of your life is determined by the quality of your beliefs, uh, truly more than anything else and then the questions that you ask yourself. So um, I think that that's all really good. Uh, we talk a lot about um, freeing people from anxiety and procrastination, imposter syndrome. Uh, you know. And then, of course, all, every kind of challenge that people go through, we've been able to help them with that. Uh, we've freed so many veterans from PTSD and, and uh, the negative symptoms of going through combat Right. And uh, so that's because 22 veterans commit suicide every day post war. Uh, and so that's a real problem. And and these tools and strategies I've trained a lot of a lot of my one belief away hypnotists or one belief away coaches uh, are freeing veterans every day because they are veterans. You know, they've had personal experiences and breakthroughs. They thought this changed my life. Teach me how to do what you do so I can continue to help my brothers and sisters out there. And that's exactly what I've done. Uh, One of my big goals is to get a one belief away practitioner into every VA hospital in the world, uh, because then we will completely transform, uh, how people, uh, their second, uh, phase of service after they've served their country, they can continue to serve their community, but they have to get their life back. They got to get their mind back. And, uh, and so our approaches, your approach and my approach will accomplish that. The only other thing that I would uh, mention is that, um, and I don't know if you're doing this or not. Uh, so um, if people are listening to this and we're doing the same thing, then they should go to you. <laughs> so, But if we're not doing the same thing, I'm, I actively am teaching uh, coaches and consultants and therapists uh, how to build their business. And so we've got uh, incredible marketing systems in place because I find that people struggle with their mindset, their skill set, or their marketing systems. And so I've put together a program. I've got a free webinar. That's uh, we do those a couple times a month, and then we've got a three day event where we deep dive into the uh, um, the specific systems that you can use to become an educational marketer, an influencer, how to get more clients, uh, how to never feel stuck again, how to know where you should be spending your time. Uh, There's so many gurus out there, and we get lost, and then we get shy because we've tried so many things and nothing's working and now we're afraid to try again. So I've created a solution for that and I practice amplifier. So if you go to www.practiceamplifier.com, then I've got a three day event uh, it's only $48 to go through the whole three days. So it's incredibly uh, cost effective. It's the best 48 bucks you'll ever spend. And, uh, and I give you all my secrets for how I ran a six and seven figure practice for 19 years straight in spite of recessions, economic crashes, pandemics, terrorist attacks, you know, and these tools are working right now. And uh, it's pretty amazing. And so if uh, you're interested in, if you're a coach or a consultant and you're interested in up-leveling your game, then
0: uh, join me for one of those masterclasses. That's amazing. That'll be, that's an online masterclass. It is. They're all online. Okay. Well, I want to point something out. And um, I think it's a it's a teaching moment. It's a lesson that we can use here. You've you know you've come on my show and you're like, and you know if you're doing this, you, they should go to you. And I think there's you know there's always a quote unquote risk of what if we overlap? What if we what if we're offering the same thing? You and I, and you haven't stated it this way we do live in the mindset of there's abundance out there. Yes. Like you're not going to take anything from me by offering what you offer. So I appreciate that. You're saying, you know, if you do this, they should go to you. It's like, that's polite. The truth is there's abundance. And, you know, if people are resonating with you, they should absolutely hundred percent be going to you. It's, it's one of the reasons I have you here. You know, it's like, I want to expose like m- one of my missions is to touch positively touch a billion lives. Well, I can touch a billion lives. That's an eighth of the population of the world. I can yeah. do that by creating ripples. Right. Yes. And, you know, so, so you're offering the magic that you offer. I think that's amazing. And your price point, you can't beat that. it's like, was that what three cups of coffee or something is for forty eight dollars? It's like, come on. That's right. So that's right.
1: here in California, it definitely is. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Well, that's brilliant. I love that. And and so so let me give that right back to you because that is brilliant. You know what you just did is one. You called it out and recognize when people are have a mindset of collaboration instead of competition. Yeah. Right. You're calling it out where most people have a scarcity mindset and we are operating with an abundance mindset. Right. Wow. And that's what helps you attract more wealth and more people. Cause really, the ones that you want to collaborate with are givers. Right. Yeah. We're both givers.
0: And so there's no threat. Out. Right. It's not right. like, oh, if you, if you talk about that, then, then, you know, it's like yeah. there's no threat. Talk about that. I want you to talk about that. The more people that we raise in their ability to see the world differently, the better the world. And I think that's what we're doing. That's that's why we show up the way we do. Yeah. Plus, I
1: love your big thinking, right? I came from a small town, so I had a small mind, right? And I didn't at least, well, that was a belief, right? I have a powerful, amazing mind like you and everybody that's listening and watching this program. Yeah. I... I thought small. And so when you're like, I'm going to touch a billion lives, that's thinking big. And one of the things that I've done as I've gotten older is I hang around with big thinkers. That's why I wanted to be on your show. I wanted to hang I want to hang on or hang out with people who think big because big thinkers make big things happen. And we've yeah. got to think in a bold way. You know, we got to get out of our comfort zone so that we can expand our comfort zone and feel more comfortable
0: in uncomfortable situations. And so- that's Exactly right. That. Yeah, I love that. Be more comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So I, I actually challenge uh, some of my clients uh, with, with a riddle, and that is: Do you know what happens if you don't step out of your comfort zone? And the answer is absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs>
0: what happens if you don't step out of your comfort zone? Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah. And that is like you, you must, in order to have a different life, you have to think differently. You have to act differently. Um, uh, some, you may or may not know my risk story. I talk about a, a challenge that I gave myself. It's a four letter word ending in K and I put it on. <laughs> it's a four letter word ending in K. I put it on a, on a, a four by five, four by six card. Uh, in bright orange letters on my door threshold, so I'd see it when I walked out the door. And it was risk, risk doing one thing different today, risk talking to a different person, having a different food, um, doing a different exercise, risk doing one thing different today, and you've stretched yourself, and that's the pattern that you get into.
1: That's really good, I like that. Yeah, it's a different mindset. People have liabilities and investments mixed up. So they think taking a risk is a liability, but it's really an investment, right? Because it's going to cause you to grow. You can't have um, new experiences. As they say, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that caused the problem. You have to upgrade your mind. And the only way you can do that is by taking calculated smart risks, thinking of it as an uh, investment, and then regularly taking them. So you know, Lao Tzu once said that um, you won't find the fruit by the base of the tree. You have to go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is, right? And that's a risk. Yep. I had, if we have time, I had, do we have time for one more quick story? Of course, yeah. Okay, so I had a four-letter word that ended in, uh, in K as well. And so my four-letter word was luck, right? Luck, because I would watch people online and I would see these people that were half my age having all these success stories. And I would think, how come they're so lucky and I'm not? And so I was doing an interview with Joe Vitale one time and I was in a bad mood. And so I was like, Joe, <laughs> how come? And thinking about Joe is that I'll ask him really hard questions and he will come right back, which is you know why he's so cool. And, uh, and I said, do you think some people are just luckier than others? Because in my mind, I'm like, if you weren't on The Secret, do you think you'd be as successful as you are? Which was another question I asked him ultimately. And he said, yes. Right. But I said, Joe, do you think really do you think that some people are just luckier than others? And he said, Well, Tim, he says, I hate to answer that question because there's so much victimhood in it. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) right. And I'm not a victim. I wrote books on how to be but I was coming across as a victim because of those, you know, lousy questions. And he said, Let's just say there are some lucky people out there in the world. Why don't you just decide to be one of them? And my mind went, first, I'm like, can you do that? I didn't know you could just decide to be lucky. It's the decision. And then I did. I said, you know what? That's brilliant. I'm a lucky person. So I put luck on that card and I started telling myself, I'm a lucky person. I'm a lucky person. Then what you said, you take that one extra percent and it causes you to go from not taking action to taking action. So when I started thinking that I'm a lucky person... I moved that 1% in, the, in my, uh, uh, that needle 1%. And I started asking myself if I was a lucky person, what move, what big bold move would I take right now? If I was really lucky, what big move could I make right now that would move the needle forward in my business? And I started doing that and I started reaching out to people and I started opening doors that I didn't think could get open. And I started uh, taking new action in new ways and creating new partnerships and and new uh, collaboration opportunities. And it completely changed uh, what was happening in my business. Like it kind of just 180 degrees opened the doors of opportunity. And then, of course, it reinforced in my mind that I am a lucky person. And now everything I'm going to do, I know it's going to work out because I'm a lucky person. Right. And just that one belief that I'm not lucky to I am lucky started changing how I showed up in the world. And that changed the experiences that I have in this world and in my inner world as well. And so you truly are. It always comes back. You're just one belief away from having a huge breakthrough. That is
0: beautiful. It's That is really awesome. I um, I feel like we could talk for hours, actually. So this is. This is great, Tim. Great to have met you. Great to have had you here. Uh, how do people find you? Is it Tim Schur, um,
1: Yes, you can go there. Uh, I'm, all, I'm on social media all over the place. And then again, if you're interested in the uh, three-day workshops or the free webinar, you can go to www.practiceamplifier.com
0: and uh, check out our three-day event and just so you know you don't you, you no longer have to tell people dub 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 yeah. <laughs> go to practiceamplifier.com it's, sure. that's great so yeah no seriously for the audience practiceamplifier.com awesome i personally am going to check it out just to see what's up and um and then timshure.com t i m s h u r r .com for other information look for tim's books Look for Tim Schur on all social platforms. Uh, Hit your favorite bookstore. Look for, there are five of them out there and more coming. So um, (laughs) this is awesome. You've been amazing. You've been really amazing, Tim. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, right back at you. This has been an outstanding conversation and thank you for having me on your show. I love it. Everybody that's new, make sure you subscribe because as you can tell, Dr. P is bringing the goods and uh, and we'll talk soon.
0: That's awesome. Tim, perfect. You and I will be staying in touch. This is One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell. With me, my guest, Tim Schur, S-H-U-R-R, because I said that like, sure. Uh, Tim Schur uh, was my guest today. Again, One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the Exponential Success Coach. We will see you here next time. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr.
0: Wayne Purnell, the Breakthrough Success Coach and your powerful presence mentor.